Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah. we It's there. We hear it. I love that. It's uh, coming. Still the best, one of the best songs to intro a show. I dig it. Good choice, Mark Marin. <laughs> it's, it's a toe tapper. <laughs> it's a toe tapper. We're going to say the same thing every week. <laughs> it's a toe tapper, that's right. Welcome, everyone, to the Marin After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. We are on episode four of season three, uh, episode four, Racegate. Yes. And that's what we're embarking on tonight. That was my favorite. Where uh, Blake and I are sitting in the the lovely AfterBuzz Theater and watching the show. Last week was about his ex wife. You know, easy topic. This week it was just, hey Mark, you don't have black people on your podcast. And then about halfway through the episode, Blake's like, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be a fun one. <laughs> Totally. Uh, now, you, of course, can find us on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash AfterBuzzTV. And for all of your pos- podcasting pleasures uh, on SoundCloud and iTunes. Now that we're just going for it. I know. How about some more plugs? I'm going to say Throw it. them out there. No, Let's do it. It's the brand new one. You can go hit up. Like, we love when you comment. You know, you tweet everything. Uh, just go hit up podcastone.com. There's a listener survey. It just takes a couple minutes, and all the feedback really helps us here at the show. Um, you can tell us how you really feel about our show or Marin or whatever shows you watch. Just hit up podcastone.com and keep all the tweets and comments coming. We love it, guys. That's right. And yeah. kick us off tonight with your comments by reaching out to us on Twitter at hashtag ABTVMarin. Let's yeah. get the conversation going. I am your host, Blake V. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. One of the best follows on social media. Blake V <laughs> Jared. Media. Great periscoping. Always a good <laughs> like you're out, you're out and about. And then your show uh, with your friend. That's uh, right. Uh, we got uh, the YouTube yeah. show Winos, Winos and, onesies. and Onesies. is great. Uh, you can find me uh, at Gilkerson Radio on Twitter. And I do some periscoping, so when I come, just uh, just dive in. He's got in. some intense periscope game, let me just a little say. Bit. Talk about a good periscope follow, this guy right here. Oh, thank you. You know. Wow, really? <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just like, this person's the best. No, you're the best. Okay, let's host a show. <laughs> let's do this. Yeah. On that note, on that note, guys, um, so tonight's episode, hilarious as always, uh, very interesting Let's kick it off. So we so we begin this episode with this article written in Salon, which everyone is talking about, about Mark Marin and the fact that he has no black guests on his podcast. Yeah. And my dumb question, I was like, what's Salon? I felt, I felt <laughs> like such salon? a moron. It's okay. We all, we, it's good to learn things every day, Jared. Yeah. You're like, it's a magazine. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know mag. Okay. I know magazines. Reading happens. Yes. yes I do there read. Are there are pictures. I will, True. I will. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, so it became a, a, a huge topic of discussion with him and his friend. Was it David? Right. Yes, Dave. And, uh, oh, Dave, Dave, man. Manipulative, like just so manipulative. You know, 
Yeah, uh, really pushing it forward. Marin didn't think much of it. Oh no, I've got I, you know we, you know in comedy, uh, it's very uh, segregated. You know, like you got your black clubs and like I don't play for black people and then I don't work for those audiences, like that kind of thing. And comedy can be mm-hmm. very, and that's not even like a you know I, I, I'm turning up like Marin right now. Like I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous to talk. No, but that, you know that's the way comedy is sometimes. But it's great to see him uh, tackle the issue yeah. head on yeah. and just talk about it. It is what it is. Yeah. It's something that exists. Here we are. And the first tip off about Dave, ah, how good a friend Dave is, was at the very beginning when he reads the article and he's like, "I'm going to oh. go ahead and kick off the hashtag here. Uh, no black guests on Marin." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, thanks, thanks, Dave. You're a great friend." So we, he sets the tone for himself the entire episode. Yeah, he said he was. I'm just trying to get ahead and in, 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 uh, in, like right, cut, the, cut this snowballs. off at the past. Right. Yeah, like oh, <laughs> that makes, he's like that doesn't make any sense. Which at is all. horrible. Like zero support, zero support yeah. for Mark. Yeah, which Thanks, makes for Dave. a good show. But a sh- <laughs> really crappy friend. Totally does. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, like just imagine, okay, if you're in this scenario, you're you're in the midst of this potential uh scandal, this potential issue, and then your your best buddy is like throwing you under the bus. Now that you mention that, I mean a lot of com- you know what? I actually kind of hope I'd have a friend because it's not a scandal to begin with. You know, it's kind of a manufactured scandal. You know, it's, you know what I mean? Someone just said it in the magazine. Right, like an accusation. So, just a- you know, I think most comedians and their friends with, you know, like would, would just rib each other anyways. So I'm changing. I, w- I wish I had a friend like that. <laughs> if I had a time of crisis, I would hope they would kind of uh, make it into something else. Like just kind of make it uh, bigger. Steer, steer you right. <laughs> As yeah. Dave thought he was doing for Mark. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, good to know, Jared. Good to know. Yeah, I don't mind I like that. But they all would do it. Like you know, comedians. We both like comedy. They would totally do that. Like completely. Yeah, I feel like of anyone, a group of comedian friends are the first to be jerks to you. Yeah, you know, with yeah. love, I guess. Usually, yeah. Unless you're not in the group a lot, then it's a really odd feeling. Then like it's it really is. offensive. Yeah, <laughs> to some, yeah, or yeah, to you that day. Exactly. So what what happens next? He goes. uh so he has to pretty much prove. Right. He decides he really needs to 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 get into it, to take this situation on and go visit a black club. Yeah, which I think is in my neighborhood. Oh, really? Yeah, he said it was on Pico. Yes, next near to the, the Roscoe's. Near Roscoe's, and that's very close to where I live. I won't give my exact location, fans. We need address now, Jared. Well, yeah. <laughs> You could probably find it somehow pretty easily. It's out there somewhere. Uh-oh. But, don't encourage uh, you know, people. Uh. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't live there anymore. But... Uh, yeah, there's a club there, and I've never been. I guess I should be nervous about that. Right, I've, I've now you need there. to take on the Mark Marin challenge. Yeah. Go ahead to that same club. I've been to the white clubs. <laughs> oh, Jared. <laughs> Jared. Kidding. <laughs> Kidding, yeah. But would be funny if that really was the club, and maybe they really filmed there. That would also be I, funny. It, well, the exterior definitely was, mm-hmm. I, but I don't know if they shot it. I don't know what the inside looks like. Of course I don't. <laughs> of course you don't. He's never been. All right. Um, yeah, so the interaction that he begins to have inside the comedy club, hilarious, runs into uh, Kyle Irby, yeah. uh, who kind of befriends him, takes shows him the ropes of the yeah. black club. Funny. All, you know, all, really, really a nice guy and a nice experience, but made out to just be like so... Well, yeah. I, you know, just like so, so blatant and so funny. And it was like, it was very interesting when they were in the back too, just kind of, uh, having the conversation in the green room and, and really calling out the situation for what it is. Yeah, they're both making good points. They're both making great points. And I love how Marin didn't turn into the, 
like groveling guilty guy. Right. He just kind of spoke his point. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, to quote the show, they can bleep me if they want. <laughs> <laughs> but I love his Richard Pryor quote, if I can find it. Oh, no. Oh, he said... Oh, darn it. Uh, uh, I, oh, it, uh, I, I need to find this. Oh. <laughs> keep talking. I need to find my quote. Um, oh, oh. Like, no, yeah, like, I need, yeah. I thought that was the quote. Sorry. Quote, keep talking. I need to find my quote. It's That's live okay, on we'll YouTube, cut. and I'm, I'm, I'm just That's okay, you know, I'm flabbergasted That's okay. right That's now. Okay. I can't can, read my own writing. You'll find this it. This is terrible. You'll come, oh, no, there it is. You'll come to it. Um, prior, they're talking about how black comedians couldn't be sensitive on stage. Like, they have to be powerful. Right, they couldn't be vulnerable. Yeah. They had to be, like, tough. And, hold the crowd. And and then he says how Pryor talked about sucking a dick on stage. Yep. And he's like, that's very vulnerable. And he goes, well, yeah, you couldn't get away with that anymore. Yeah. But both sides were making really cool points. You know, it was like, oh, I see that. And then the female other. comedian said, I talked about that last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good line. That was a good line. <laughs> But yeah, totally a good line. I know. I mean, I guess, you know, it really brings up this kind of like known but unspoken situation in comedy and outside of comedy. It's like, you know, the whole uh, the whole interplay with 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 race in general, with any any different, uh, you know, any different racial group. It's just kind of like there's always this um, this kind of unspoken issue or topic or thing that is like a barrier between everybody, everybody equally. And so to bring it up in this particular scenario of the episode tonight, bringing it into the comedy forum um, is like a perfect representation. It's like like it's everywhere, unfortunately, and here it here it is yet again in in the comedy arena. You know, it's the best forum to. I it's one of my favorite forums to bring things like bring up a serious topic and then put a bunch of comedians on it. Yes, and you'll get some stuff done. One hundred percent. Like if you're going to talk about anything sensitive yeah. or anything important, anything controversial, like the best way to do it is in comedy with humor. That's yeah. like the ice breaking way to just really put it out there. Yeah, you know? and you said you 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 first said issue, and then you said topic. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like they're talking about uh, a topic that's not – it's not a problem. It's kind of just is what it is. You know what I mean? The problem that he's being forced into by his friends is you don't have any black people on the podcast. So, you know, okay, then that could be an issue for a show or whatever. But there's no issue with different people liking different things. And I think they kind of both – you know, when they had that kind of conversation, you know, it was that was the cool that was the cool part because Marin never felt guilty. They never really got his side either. They're mm-hmm. kind of just saying, you know, we got to be powerful on stage, and then like you you can sleep on stage. And then he goes, well, but I also can't perform in front of black people. And he goes, the one time I did, right? So it was like a normal conversation without any real. There was no guilt. It was just a conversation, and that's what I like about it. Yeah. It was kind of just hey. Things are different, and that's mm-hmm. what they are, and there's nothing bad about it. So, yes, yeah. which really, I feel like that was kind of like the safest zone of this whole entire episode. It's like the whole episode, yeah. you had Dave like really stirring the pot, <laughs> trying to get Mark in trouble every every turn. And then, you know, the, the counterpart to that, of course, was like Bruce Bruce and his crew kind of, you know, being on the opposite end of that and kind of, you know, yeah. saying, how dare you? How dare you accuse us and stuff? But really, that moment in the, the club, yeah. when they were all kind of chatting in the back, was like the safe zone. I feel like they really were talking about it truly, like non judgmentally, and just kind of like it is what it is. Yeah, this they're all just bringing up their points. Yep, they're separate. They're like, oh, oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, but it's kind of funny how this thing all. I was this whole thing gets started. This whole snowball effect. It only gets started because of one person's article for a magazine, which is the most true statement in this whole episode. How something could be blown up as being this is a huge issue. When it's pretty much a huge issue for one person who wrote right, an article. Right. Yeah. Right. It like comes full circle. Yeah. 
it, that it wasn't even an issue to begin with, and then it is. Yeah, because of <laughs> social media, and it's like, oh, this must be a big issue now because it's someone right. saying it. Well, that guy and Dave. Yeah, well, Dave. <laughs> yeah, Dave's just in oh, another Dave. world. Right, so from the comedy club, uh, I think the idea was brought up that perhaps Mark should have Bruce Bruce on the podcast. Bruce, and then course, love me some Bruce Bruce. I know, right? And of course, Mark does too. And he says, I'd love to have him on the show. Like, hook me up. How do I make this connection? So uh, so he speaks to, like, a buddy in his entourage or the agent yeah. or some some person who knows him. Maybe he just, just kind of works from as like an assistant. Okay. One of his employees. Yeah. Um, who says, yeah, Mark Marin, I can get mm. you that connection, Mark Marin. Let's hook it up, Mark Marin. <laughs> yeah, just being intimidating. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I like the usage of the full name. Yeah. Um, um, but yes, hooks him up with an appearance with Bruce Bruce on the podcast. Next, we see Bruce Bruce and crew rolling up into Marin's uh, garage studio. Yeah, which they're <laughs> ripping on him for. Totally. Which is kind of funny. Hilarious. Because it mean, is. It is. But it's also like, yeah, but it's also uber successful. So it's like, yeah, I do a bro- I broadcast out of my garage, but right. you know, they're that, like, yeah, you're yeah, here. The tool shed. <laughs> you're here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so I feel like the the shift in the episode really took place, of course, when the crew comes in to do the podcast, and then Mark says, oh, hey, guys, it's just a one-on-one deal. I'm just going to interview Bruce Bruce on my own, because that's the way it's done. That's the way I like to do my interviews. And, of course, they're like, oh, no, it's cool. We'll just hang out. He's like, no, no. Go ahead and wait in the backyard. No, no. Yeah, no, no. Go ahead and wait in the backyard. And that was, like, immediately the shift It's kind of chilly out there, so we'll just go to the house. We're just going to wait in the house. Yeah. Okay, I will just say this. I love the hesitation. Just because what the episode, it's already halfway into it, and now it's like, oh, he's hesitant. And then he's got it great. That's like his best acting. He's like, oh, just being awkward. Right. Okay. And he has a way of doing it without even, it's not even, it's just funny in a way that most people, um, to be being honest, would react. Yeah. Like with any any group of, like, and I'm, I'm no. not even being guilty white guy right now. No, no, no. With any group, with any group of people, you're like, I'm not putting them in my house. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's what, yeah. exactly what I was going to say, too. I was like, I'm just going to say this right now. I don't care who it was. A group of any people that I don't know, like any people, geez, even my family half the time, I would be like... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my house? Yeah. Like, I'm just super sensitive about my stuff yeah. and my space and my things. But it just looks so much worse. I'm like, just wait in the backyard. In but way. of course, exactly. When yeah. put in a specific scenario, it's going to look bad, which yeah. is exactly what Mark ran into. Yeah. That's the exact scenario it was. It was like, oh, why can't we wait in your house? What are you implying, Mark? Yeah. What is happening here? So, of course, he lets the crew into the house, um, you know, and, and, and sits them down. And, of course, they wait until the, the Bruce Bruce podcast is done. And uh, Which I love. You know I was saying? It seems so natural. There's almost this – it's almost so natural that it, it kind of – you kind of step out of the show for a minute. Because then you kind of see that they are friends. But it doesn't – that doesn't bother me. Like, it's someone that might like traditional TV. Mm-hmm. Maybe would they be like, oh, what is this? They seem like buddies now. But – so fans of his podcast, like we are, it's kind of fun to see him be like, "Oh, yeah, they are. They're just they're going to yuck it up for like thirty seconds, and then yeah. we'll go back to the show." I love it's it. Kind of fun. I think it's one of the greatest parts of his whole yeah. series is the fact that he interlaces the whole podcast uh, world yeah. with the show because he doesn't have to. He could constantly make mention of it, but never really like you know interact the guests or the actual footage in that way sure. but he does it in a great way you're right yeah it's that'd be too natural. sitcom if he didn't yeah yeah, yeah like, but but he could 
He could pull it off. You know, definitely these could take place episodically and have sure. nothing to do with that. But it's, you know, it's him. It's what he does for work. It's his podcast. It's it's a great way for guest cameos. So, of course, it's the perfect yeah. opportunity to pop that into the show. Yeah. Um, so the podcast goes on. It's great. They go back to the house. And and Mark walks in on the crew just, just high as could be. Just smoking away, and they've got the cat. They've got his yeah. cat with him. Oh my god, that's what I would die about. I would be the like, oh my god, how high. dare you, my cat? The nerve. And then we find out it was all Dave, <laughs> right. just giving them weed. Dave, man. Yeah, no. Just at every turn, you know. That was uh, it was, and it was also a good quote by Mark why he was when they, right before he walked back into the house when he says. Uh, when Bruce Bruce is like, you just don't know how to have a good time. And he said, he goes, he goes, I think I have a good time sometimes. I can't remember. That was Which the funniest line. Great. And the way he said it, he's just so. I can't remember. Yeah, like straightforward and just like honest and just a little confused. Yeah, he just doesn't know. I think I do, but I don't really know, Bruce Bruce. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people say that to themselves. Yeah. I'm sure people watching right now are like, I, I'm, I'm like, sure I have a good time. I think I had a good time recently. Like at some point. Can't quite recall. But Bruce Bruce is the kind of guy like you're like, hey, look, I guess he looks like he's having a good time. Yeah. Like just at all times. Yeah. Bruce Bruce. You know, I used to yell that in college for no reason. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and I heard it in, I think I heard it in like rap and hip hop songs. And I would just be like, I had no clue who Bruce Bruce was. So uh-huh. I, we would just say it with my friends and be like, yeah, it's Bruce Bruce. And, and we didn't know what it was. That's it. It's a little side note. Now you know. Yeah. Now you know. Now I'm going to start following him. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. Sorry, you know, took th- you off the side. No, no, there. no. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Thanks, Mark Marin. Yeah. You know, edu- educating everyone. Yeah, and he's got the double ponytail Jared. or whatever. What would you call it? It's not oh, a ponytail. I don't. The, corn I, ro- like, corn tail. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that appropriate? <laughs> a corn tail. I don't know. Kind of like cornrows into like two uh-huh. different spots. Tails. Yeah. And yeah. Long. That was an intense do. Yeah. I said spotted that right when we yeah. saw him. That was it's a creative one. Yeah, I for like sure. It. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Back on. Back on track. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, so I believe it was during the house when he uh, during the house scene. I want to say where they were chatting and everything, and then Bruce Bruce references having just purchased uh, Ray Romano's house. Yeah. Which I thought was was hilarious because uh, anybody who's been watching previous scenes of Marin will remember the whole Ray Romano episode where he has kind of a, an interaction with Ray. He's trying to kind of befriend Ray, and Ray's kind of giving him like the uh, I don't know, like the too cool for school attitude. Yeah. Attitude, and he's kind of like, eh, you can come around if you want to, but whatever. So they go to his house, and it's like hilarity ensues. You guys will have to check it out in the previous season, um, but hilarious. And we get to see that house. It's the same exact house. As Ray Romano's previously. Well, now Bruce Bruce has purchased it. He's living in Ray Romano's house. So here, uh, basically is, is Mark's, uh, reintroduction to the whole Ray Romano situation. Oh, yeah. And he was guilted Bruce into Bruce. going there in the first place from Dave. Completely guilted into it. Yeah. So, so we kind of know that the whole Ray Romano reference has been made and that's where Bruce Bruce lives. Um, come to shortly thereafter find out that Mark gets done with the podcast, goes back into the living room, and the laptop is missing. And the only person there is Dave, and the only previous people there were Bruce Bruce's crew. Yeah. So, the missing laptop, of course, Mark is is not blaming anyone initially, uh, wondering where it could be, can't find it. Dave immediately starts stirring the pot. Freaking Dave, man. Yet again. Yeah. he, (laughs) he, He was great because Dave, I mean, there's all these subtle quotes. When he says, uh, you're giving a thief a pass because he's black. Treat everyone the same. So everything is so backwards. Reverse. But it was great because what Dave is saying 
is almost true. You know what I mean? Yes. But then he's also trying to make Mark be can just totally confused. It's like almost true in the in the worst way. It's like almost true in the most aggr- like aggressive direct sort yeah. of way Dave's approach because it's like, well yeah, if there's not an issue, why make it an issue? Yeah. But then why make it an issue yeah. if there's not an issue? Yeah. It's that complete double standard of yeah. this whole entire situation which made the whole episode yeah. hilarious. And then it's Mark's over it's then it's Mark listening too much to him and going above and beyond as we find out. Yeah. Like just pick up the phone. And yes. make, make the call. Yes. Instead like, I'm of thinking. Sitting and having a marathon with them. Completely. Like, why even make a deal of it? Like, whoever it is, call. Yeah. Hey, man, my laptop's missing. Just touching base. Yeah. Did anyone see it? Yeah. Does anyone know anything? Like, yeah. it, would it really be that I hard? Know. But then again, they wouldn't have an episode. So. That's true. <laughs> we always give these, like, really. Like, this is why we don't write TV. Because uh, we would just. Everything would be resolved by, like, minute eight. In like, five and minutes. Like, which yeah. is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we would lose our jobs very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um,. So there you have it. He he couldn't call them and ask them. So uh, so Dave helps him concoct this ridiculous plan of oh well you're you know you're not addressing the situation because they're black and because you're not addressing the situation you're obviously a guilty white man. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, like, how am I everything right now? Yeah. So Mark is like, what is happening? This clearly can't be. Being guilted into it by Dave, they're like, naturally we need to go to Bruce Bruce's house and confront him face to face because why not? Right? Yeah. Of why course. wouldn't you go yeah. in person immediately? Immediately. Yeah. So they go. Ray Romano's house. Lovely, lovely Hollywood Hills. Yeah. Hillside manor. Yeah. Really. <laughs> and they encounter Bruce Bruce and crew. And uh, the funniest part is that Mark is so painfully trying to just avoid this whole scenario. And he knows it's inevitable. Uh, really for no other reason than the fact that Dave is standing right next to him. If Dave was not there, he probably would have, like, hightailed it out of there before he even got to the front door. But granted, he made it through the front door. They invite him to watch, binge watch... Mad Men. Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. I love the generic music, and it's like, okay, we can't show Mad Men. I know. But like, it's like, we'll just play Not at all, it's just implied. Generic 60s right. elevator music. Right, and Bruce Bruce is like, we're gonna binge watch Mad, Win, Mad Men, and Mark's like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Oh, oh wait, oh, it's not weird. Nate is like, Mad Men, he's like, you like that? That show weird. Yeah, he's like, why is that and weird? It, and it, wait, that's not weird. I don't know. And it's just great. I know because it would be this, that would that is an honest reaction, and that's not even bad saying. No, things. that's the fun part because people are, are so tiptoeing now mm-hmm. on just normal speak. Yep. You know, it's it's almost like someone just be like, I, I'm like, oh, I'm inside. Like back in the day, I when I was a kid, I would watch Martin. I didn't understand half the jokes. I didn't get anything. And people were like, why Why do you, like, oh, you watch that show? Weird. Mm-hmm. Same way. Right. And it's just funny how people just get so scared to, to say things. I like, know. No, that's not weird. I don't know what I'm saying. I know. I know. It's harsh. It's a brutal reality for everyone. Yeah. We're living in a time. Yeah, man. well, we both know that. That's for sure. <laughs> totally. Um, so they get in there. Really, they get uh, kind of suckered into watching probably a good binge session of Mad Men before yeah. anything gets handled. Dave puts the kibosh on that and he says, turns off the TV, look, Mark has something to tell you. The most painful moment in the entire episode, yeah. I think, I'm sure we both felt that way, uh, where he couldn't really get out the words of really what he was there to ask. Yeah, he was just saying, it was it was there, now it's gone, mm-hmm. you guys were there. Not ever do you know what happened to it. Right. Nothing. Right. And who'd they call in? Stump? Yeah, Stump. <laughs> who, that, that might have been the best moment of the show. Uh, Bruce Bruce calls over his assistant, Stump, who's kind of the goofy assistant. And then I love when he sits next to Mark and he says, scoot closer. Now, I don't even know what that's referring to. If it was scoot closer to the edge of the couch, scoot closer to Mark to get awkwardly close to him. 
And you're thinking right away, you're like, oh, 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 he's guilty. Like, he's going to, he steals stuff all the time. Like, right, and that's right. what Bruce Bruce was setting uh-huh. Mark up. Making I love him it. confront him. Yeah. Yes. No, I got a little bit of that too. I definitely thought he was saying scoot closer to Mark to, Mark. to make that confrontation all the more right. uh, meaningful. Awkward. Oh, yeah. And awkward. <laughs> As shall we say? Yeah. Um, yes. And hilarious and, like, so uncomfortable. I mean, just imagine. Just imagine, like, you're struggling so hard. Like, you're in Mark's shoes. You don't even really want to be there confronting this situation. You've been pressured into it by your friend. You're now being basically sat on by Stump to (laughs) to actually uh, confront this scenario. He ekes out whatever information he can. And then Bruce Bruce comes along with it and says, look, okay, so you're saying that my crew stole your laptop. That's what you're saying. Yeah, your thousand dollar laptop from my house in the hills. Yeah, you come down and and Mark has one last gasp, and it's just going. He's like, "Well, I wasn't." He goes, "I wasn't gonna. Uh, I was. I wasn't gonna say anything." And he goes, "Because you're black, and I'm not racist." <laughs> right. and it was just great way. He's like, "Okay, mother." He's like, "Mother Teresa." What did he say? I don't know what he what he called uh, what Mark. He called him something, and uh, Mark was just yeah. At, at that point, and then Bruce. With the hundred dollar bills. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But in making him pick up the money, totally. But it was great because everyone reacted in a way that any everyone would and almost should. Yeah. And I'm not. And that's not saying there's guilt there. That's saying Mark took it. You know, Mark took everything too far with Bruce. Bruce being an idiot. Yep. And then Dave pushed him. And he followed – everything just went too far and everyone should have reacted the way they did. And that's how you sum up almost everything. It's like, oh, everyone kind of reacted the way they should right. in this entire episode. Yeah. And it was great. It's completely yeah. true. Yeah. That's I mean, exactly you agree. I, 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 I completely, it's almost like the way people should react. Completely agree. Yeah. Yes. And, and it just, just don't listen to your friends. No, no. Yeah. And especially if you have one like Dave. Yeah. But it was totally true in that exact moment that you just just mentioned where Mark was having like his last piece he was his last moment to explain like well it was you know I wasn't even going to do this yeah. but you know it was like the whole kind of reverse racism situation uh justified explained canceled out with Dave sitting right there like just really just like I'm out with it Bruce Bruce this is what happened this was the scenario yeah. like I'm really not trying to do anything crazy yeah. I'm here just to find my laptop like let's not make it you know Let's not make it any more awkward than it needs to be. Yeah. Um, just, you know, hilarious way to deal with and it. He picked up the money and they left. He picked, he picked up the money. Yeah, and he forgot which way the door was, too. Yeah. That little subtlety, just going the other way. And, oh, Makes I the all the difference. Here. Yeah. Totally, totally. And just even the picking up the money, just funny. He's like, pick it up. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm not going to pick up your money. And Dave's like, well, then you'll look too proud. Yeah. Yeah. Every, <laughs> that's the, that's, because you never get the impression that Dave was, seriously thinking anything you just i got the impression the entire episode that dave was just messing with mark the Completely entire time on messing purpose with him. Like, yes. hey i got one over on you and we got a thousand dollars yes but i'm gonna he's gonna donate it to the united negro college fund <laughs> right <instead. laughs> oh mark yeah totally and that exact point of feeling like dave really was not directing yes. anything serious towards mark the whole time yeah mark was just like picking up the bait going yeah. with it sure sure okay we'll do all this crazy stuff mm-hmm. dave just because you say so just shows like their friendship and just the the craziness of this whole scenario. And it almost <laughs> explains society a little bit because I think a lot of people just follow. So they hear about some issue. 
uh, their friend says, and they don't even know what's behind it. They're like, oh yeah, this is wrong. Yeah. And oh, I should think about this. And and you don't. You don't right. have to. Don't worry about it. Don't right. worry about it. It's not yes, a deal. it's like being conditioned to make a bigger deal out of a situation than it is when it wasn't intended to be at all. Did we just make a deeper meaning? I think we is, did. Is David? I think we went. Is there. David uh, overreacting parts of society? Yes, he is. He is. <laughs> okay, we went there. It just got real serious on the Marin After Show. <laughs> Episode four, making it happen. Yeah. I'd love, <laughs> see, I, I hope we can get Mark in here. I'd love him to be on. Mark, we'd love you to be on the after show. And I'd love him to explain, especially an episode like this. Like maybe there's nothing behind it, but there's, I mean, he's a, he's a pretty smart comic. There's got to be a few things behind it. And it's, he's probably run into situations like that. Right. You know I, mean? I mean, I feel like he pulls a lot from real life. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably been some sort of talk or, you know, some sort of, uh, thing that has come up from this. Yeah. I'm sure there is some sort of real, Real, uh, this is a great episode. This was a great I enjoyed episode. It yeah, the whole way. like start to finish. Like last week was enjoyable, in almost in almost in like a painful a, like way. A, yeah, painful yeah, way. And this so week heavy. was just. I mean, it was it was entertaining from start to finish, and there was like a like a different point of the he's same topic being made. Right, and he's definitely tackling like way heavier subject matter. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Definitely this season. I mean, even even uh, last last episode and this this week's episode alone yeah. are really kind of you know heavy, touchy issues. It's like divorce and breakup and just like heart wrenching, uh, you know, heartbreak. Yeah. And then you know the whole sensitivity of race race issues. Yeah. So it's just like I wonder what next week's going to be. I know, right? It's going to be like it'll be like it'll it'll be some other big issue. I don't even know what you could what else you oh, could right. throw in there. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's plenty. It'll be like sure marriage laws or something like that. He'll throw in there. <laughs> I could, he, he, and he could tackle it. He would tackle it in a way much like other comic geniuses like Louie and other guys, and make it completely uh, normal for a show. You yeah. know, what I mean? it won't be like on this week's episode, like like a, a sitcom back in the day. Totally. It'll, it'll be oh, like. After you watch, you kind of go, this is is great. Yeah. Like, it's relevant. It's light in a way, but also poignant. Like, it all ties together. That's why getting your news from comedians is usually the the best way to go. The way to do it. Yeah. If you pick the right comedians. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was great. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Yes. And then, you know, of course, we find in the end... It was Dave all along. Yep. Freaking Dave took the laptop. He said, I needed to really put you in touch with your racism. I needed you to really uh, experience that white guilt firsthand. <laughs> and he's like, you did this. You did this the entire time. None of this was necessary. Yeah. None of it had anything you to do with You didn't question me. People. I was there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I know. I know. Ca- straight up called him out. It was like. <laughs> yeah. And like our friend Asia says, I'll be like. I said that at the beginning of the episode. There you go. That's it. That's right. I called it. Hashtag Asia's always right. Yeah. Tune in to that I Zombie right. to know that what we're talking right. about. Yeah, I Zombie's on Tuesdays. <laughs> Last Check episode. It out. That's right. Um, I, I just, my notes here, I just wrote. Oh, Dave, yeah. Dave took it. I would kill him. I that, would that was him. your like, notes? After, that was my episode. I would kill him. The whole entire episode. It's just like, man, just like Mark said. Yeah. Like, the whole the whole history of human friendship. You are not the guy. This, yeah. This is not a good uh, example yeah. of human friendship. It, it was brutal. It was mean. It was an intense uh, thing. Do you ever notice that he still didn't grovel and apologize? Like when he was on their couch and there, it wasn't like, oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't. There was none of that. It was more like, okay, I'm leaving now. Oh, so, like Bruce, when he got when, to Bruce's yeah, house? You know okay. what I mean? There wasn't that groveling moment of even after the awkward situation, they were still like, okay, we're just leaving now. Yeah. There wasn't that real... I mean, he felt bad. Right. But it was like, oh, I'm oh, leaving. Oh, so, I mean, should there have been? 
Do what? you feel like you would have? Was that necessary? No, probably. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, because I feel like you know it wasn't meant to be um, like a direct or offensive That'd situation. Be, that would break on his Mark's character. Too. That's not yeah. his. That's not what he does. And I feel even still like apologizing for something that wasn't meant to be that sort of way yeah. would just make it be that way. Yeah. And it would have like I mean I guess he could have because it would have proven the point that they were trying to make the whole episode. Yeah. But like. To go down that road, it just would have made it, you know, yeah. more uh, definitive. You should have said, I apologize for wasting your time and yes. acting like I wanted to watch Mad Men with you. Right. And yeah, then when I wanted to bring you... that's the true crime. Yeah, that is the crime. That is the crime. <laughs> is the tr- barging in. I'm sorry I barged in on you. Yeah. Unexpected. Wasted your time and yeah. act like I wanted to be chums with right. all of you. And you were kind and invited me in to watch Mad Men and I messed up yeah. your binge sesh. Yeah. <laughs> and the last note I made was just nervousness. Because oh, right. he was on his podcast at the end of the show yep. saying, he's like, I don't think I'm racist. He's like, I'm not. He's like, I'm just nervous. And I'm just extra, I just, it's just nervousness in situations. Now, is that racist? I don't know. He's like, but I'll never go to the dark side. And he's like, but that was not, no the dark, that was not, the, he's like, don't read into that. And then it just ends, the show just ends. Right. It's a great way to cap it off. I mean, I th- it is. It is. Yeah. That was a great summation yeah. of the entire episode. I mean, just really like, it. you know, it is. It is what it is. Yeah. These things happen. You know, we try to deal with them uh, as delicately or appropriately as we can. Yeah. Sometimes they get out of our hands when we have Dave as a friend. Um, yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully we all, you know, find a way to uh, come to common ground with things like this. You know, you and then Mark doesn't have to be so nervous all the time. <laughs> oh, he won't. He'll always be. <laughs> He's a nervous. On edge. He's a nervous. But still type. jackass. Yeah. Have you ever been to that Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles on the Pico? Um, or the other one? You know, I I'm actually from Long Beach. Yeah. And so my experience with Roscoe's has really been the Long Beach okay. jam. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of syrup on chicken, but that's just me. Right. I'm a huge fan of waffles in general. So just putting them with chicken is all the better. Um, Mark, but I love. I love engineer Roscoe's. Mark. I'm I'm a fan of uh, blueberry jam or no grape jam on uh, on fried chicken. To be perfectly honest, grape jam on fried chicken. Give it a shot. Okay, that is the first I've ever heard of that recipe. That's, that could be good. Grape. It's jam. weird. I don't mind Very my foods mixing. Yeah, but when I had it, I just felt like there were two things that I love. Right. Sweet and salty. Yeah. But it's not like a pretzel. Like I just didn't. I couldn't commit. I was like, "Am I having breakfast?" Yeah. But then, like, the chicken was. I just I, in it. My it just. I couldn't handle it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Sometimes that happens. You know, with the mix of the sweet and savory, you had the nerves. I got nervous. You got nervous. Yeah. You know, it, it it happens. Sometimes you got to just like separate the yeah. sweet and savory. Just handle your chicken and handle okay. your syrup waffle. You know, trading off bites. I think sure. that'll that'll do you good in the future. Okay, I'm in <laughs> next time for the next time. Yeah, perfect. Um. Loved this episode. Yep. Can't wait for episode five. Yeah. Fantastic. Working on getting some guests. That'd be great. That's right. Mark Marin. We're trying to twist his arm. Get I know. Get on here. Yeah. Get on in here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, excellent. Let's I wrap think, it up. I think, I know. I think we covered the, the heck out of that. kids want to go to bed online. They do. They yeah. do. We're, we're, uh, we're keeping them. We're really keeping them up with this. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. That's going to do it for our Marin wrap-up of uh, episode four. I've been your host, Blake V. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Blake V Media and on my YouTube show, Winos and Onesies. It's a great show. We're tidying our own stuff again. Uh, <laughs> at Gilkerson Radio on Twitter. Also, uh, I do some periscoping before or after shows or maybe before I go to bed. Final thoughts of the day. Tune in. Some really uh, insightful things Some about good entertainment waffles there. and race. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jared carries on the Marin party. We yeah. like it. Yeah. It's going to happen tonight. Final thoughts. Tune in. Get on there. Later, guys. <laughs> See ya. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bruce, Bruce, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.